0: Good day, howdy, and welcome to the 4 p.m. podcast. Who we are, who I am, where do we come from, and what will be the purpose of this podcast is all about. What are we trying to do with this podcast? First, where do we come from? What do you think, how are we doing as a project management domain? Is the project management domain in good health or something else? and welcome to the 4 p.m. podcast. In this first episode, we will be talking about many topics and just make an introduction, so at least we introduce you to who we are, who I am, where do we come from, and what will be the purpose of this podcast is all about. You must take some notes because who knows, we might be quizzing you on these later. Anyway, let's get going and talk about what are we trying to do with this podcast. First, where do we come from? Well, we are recording this from the city of Houston in the state of Texas and the United States of America. Now, I want to introduce Houston as a city and why Houston maybe was the choice for us to be here. Houston is globally famous probably for three sectors. And what by the term sectors, we mean industries, domain, everybody might use different terminology for this. So Houston is one of the things is known for is like what I like to call EMS, which mean energy, medical, and space. In the energy sector, Houston is famous for many of the major oil and gas operating companies, uh, such as my ex-employers, Exxon Chemical, Exxon Mobil today. I used to be in Exxon Chemical, and many other companies either have headquarters or at least major offices in Houston, other than Exxon Mobil, BP, Shell, ConocoPhillips, and many others are here. In addition to these oil and gas or petrochemical operators, uh, there are also the engineering firms that support them and that existed here for years. So Houston is quite famous for the energy industry, primarily in the petroleum industry. However, nowadays, it's starting to see a lot of what they call decarbonization, a lot of focus on new energy on renewable energy. And a lot of that is happening in Houston, including some tech startup and companies that are trying to work and where to take the energy sector uh, to a higher level or a different level than before through decarbonization, sustainability, and other areas. And obviously, because Houston is a major center for the oil and gas and energy, there's a lot of event that happen here on an annual basis regarding this industry. And in the future, we will be talking probably from some of these events and conferences we will be sharing insight on what's going on. So that's the first area that Houston is famous for. The second area that Houston is for is medical. And I think it's well-known fact that the Houston Medical Center, if not the largest, is one of the largest medical centers in the world, where there's a lot of uh, university, teaching university, medical schools, research centers, cancer research, and a lot of leading hospitals that attract people from all over the world. Uh, So basically, obviously, Houston is also famous for its medical center. The third one, and I think a lot of people might know this, Space, NASA, and Clear Lake, they have uh, one of their, I'm not sure if it is their core headquarters, but it's one of the major center where it used to be that include the control system and the control uh, room that handles all the different space program. Obviously, it's Houston is not the only center for NASA, but it's well known for this industry. Now, in the coming days and fe- months and years and future, there's a lot of tech startup happening in all these industries. So health tech, space tech, energy technology, and technology in general, where there's a lot of tech startup, and this is one reason we at the company are based in Houston. So this is part one of my introduction today. Let me zoom in to part two. So we started to talk about Houston, which means where we are in history today. We are here in 2023, we are in Houston. I want to jump back only a few thousand years ago, about 4,500 years before uh, Common Era, and to go back to Mesopotamia and the Sumerian civilization. Now, why do I want to go back? Well, I'll tell you in a second, but first I need to tell you what's so important about the Sumerian civilization and its role and impact on history. There is an interesting book that I like, it's called, History Begins at Sumer. And this is a book written by Professor Samuel Kramer, and Kramer, and in that book, he talked about 39 firsts that started, that we know about, we still practice today, that actually originated in Sumerian civilization. For example, systems of laws, system of education, first love songs, I believe beer, the first wheel, and there are many, many other things that they were. we have documentation through the language they were writing through the cuneiform that was written thousands of years ago and actually being carried over to today. Now what's important about the Sumerian civilization is that one of its cities that became it was considered probably the most prominent city in that era which is called Uruk and obviously Uruk is the name of our company. Now Uruk was famous in history because in uh, civilization as well, for many reasons, it was considered quite innovative in terms of architecture. You know they are the one who famous for Ziggurut. There today we find a lot of actually institution and company carry that name, uh, potentially because of that the history of innovation uh, that Uruk has. But probably some who into literature, they might know Uruk for something else which is called the Epic of Gilgamesh. It's uh, a famous epic, obviously I'm not an expert on this topic, so I'm not gonna go into it. But however, just to give you an introduction about Uruk as a major center of innovation and advancement, 4500 before BCE, so basically before Common Era. With that in mind, and then basically, obviously we at the company, and my late partner, Neville Godhills he actually chose this name for our platform that we are building, and as a result of that, we end up basically adopting that name as the doing business as for our company. Our company name is actually Sukad Project Portfolio Management, whereas uh, Rook PM or Rook Project Management is the name of doing business as So in the state of Texas, but you know, legally our name is Sukad Project Portfolio Management. However, we are doing business as Uruk Project Management. So here what we're trying to do to link history with uh, basically the name of our company. Now, if you've noticed, and maybe you didn't notice, I haven't introduced myself. And I wanted to leave it till this moment. Uh, I wanted to start talking about the Houston and history a little bit before I introduce myself. I'll try to keep the introduction, my personal introduction short. Uh, I'm sure, you know, on our website, and if you Google me in my name, you'll probably find quite a bit of information about me. Well, let's keep it short and keep it a bit fun or light. I have been known or I have some nicknames that over the years, some of my A professional student or others have labeled me or called me or they prefer to call me including the Iceman. I don't know why because I'm not typically a cold person but not sure what the reason behind that maybe somebody if that person or the group of people who actually labeled me like this if they are hearing this podcast we would welcome their comment to say why I was called the Iceman. If you see me with a full beard, uh, a lot of people call me Santa Claus. And sometimes they start asking, said, ah, if I'm nice, what kind of gift will I get? Well, unfortunately, I'm not Santa Claus, uh, but I will be happy to accommodate whenever I can. I've also been called PM coach because I do a lot of coaching and mentoring over the years uh, through our training program and uh, through informal training or informal coaching and mentoring. And recently, probably the most common nickname I've used is the Uruk Coach. And obviously that's stands because I'm the one who designed and came up with an idea for the Uruk platform and the one who are designing the primary functionalities and module within the Uruk platform. Uh, and I'm the one who's guiding our newcomers to how to use the Uruk platform. So Uruk Coach, probably the most current and most appropriate. Now, what's my name? My name is Munir Ajam. I am a Lebanese immigrant. I came to the U.S. after high school to study in the U.S. While I was growing up, my country suffered through a civil war. I became a refugee for a while with my family. I've lost a lot of friends and family. The the closest person from my family that we lost is a brother-in-law, so that's close enough. I, fortunately, we were, again, we were refugees for a while. The house I grew up in was burned down. The villa we were building was demolished. So that part of the horror of war that I grew up with, in a way, when I reflect back on those years, I look back with a positive, optimistic attitude that probably is that period at 14 years of age, I became an adult very quickly, and I start to understand life maybe better at a younger age. And I'm very sure a lot of what what's happening in that period is what formed the person who I am today and my eagerness to share knowledge and to mentor and coach all ages and groups and be there and to try to do something and create a legacy where we can help organization transform the way they manage project to a higher level. Future topic, we will talk about these topics for today. I'm not gonna go there. However, I want to emphasize that probably growing up in a civil war, seeing a lot of destruction around me, becoming a refugee for a while, seeing people I care about lost, it helped me shape the way I think and the way I have become. Obviously, there are a lot of other factors, and uh, you know the things, not a single event will shape a person. However, it definitely was a major part of my life and who I am today. Uh, now, moving from serious to a bit of joke, if I look at what animal represent Munir, well, I could be a sheep, I'm a tiger, I'm a cougar or I'm a bear. Now, what does that mean? Obviously, if some of those who like uh, you know the zodiac sign, I'm an heiress. If you like the Chinese zodiacs, I'm a tiger. If you look at my first university, University of Houston, I'm a cougar. And if you look at where I did my master's, the University of California at Berkeley, I'm a bear. So each one of these animals actually have interesting characteristic. So which one I have adopted well it depend on the day. I could be my character, my character or my reaction to things could be different. Uh, obviously, often enough. Uh, uh, that basically, uh how can I say that? I'm mostly in airs, but if you think about an Aries, uh, you know, Aries could be very calm and good, but uh, don't mess with us, I guess. Right? Uh, anyway, uh, I'm not an expert on these what animals mean, but I just wanted to have some some fun and a little bit of a lighter mood, and uh, you know, moving out from some sad part of my life. Now, who am I today? I'm 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 a project management. Learner. I like to always learn. I continue to learn. Although I am more than 60 years old, I believe learning never stops, and I'll probably never never stop learning. Learning about life, learning about leadership, about business, and obviously my core passion is project management in community. Uh, so I am a learner by by default, first and foremost. As a result of being a learner, obviously, I have quite a bit of skills where I can be an advisor, and an effective advisor, executive advisor. I can help executive and senior management and even board of director when it comes to my area of passion, project management. I do have a lot of expertise that I can share in a very open, honest, and transparent way. And obviously, in my career, I had for many, many years, I led a consultancy and training company, so I've done a lot of consultancy and training in project management. As a result of that history and that work, I am uh, basically also a writer. I have about 17 ebooks published with bookboon.com. If you go to bookboon bookboon.com and you can search on my name, you will find many of my ebooks and they are relatively cheap to download if you want to learn about some of the work I've done. In addition to this, I've published many books. Initially, I self-published three books, and then CRC Press, which is part of the Taylor & Francis Group, accepted some of my work, and then they published two books for me. Uh, one of them called Project Management Beyond Waterfall and Agile, and the other one is Leading Mega Project, A Tailored Approach. Both of them are related to the methodology and the project management work I have done since 2007. And, you know, they are actually, the project management beyond Waterfall and Agile has become the knowledge foundation for the project management piece of our Orup platform. And I'm sure in the future we might touch on that. I don't want to make it into a commercial today, so I'll stop there. History, my experience, I've worked for oil and gas for about 15 years after my master's degree Exxon Chemical, BASF, Saudi Aramco. Then I decided to launch my own business in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, where I've launched a project management consultancy and training business under the name of Sukad. And and that company started in 2004. I uh, led it from 2005 to 2019. And then in 2019, we took a few friends, and I uh, have took the work that I've done while I was with Sukad at that period of time said we need to convert that into a digital solution to help organization transform the way they manage projects. And that was when we shifted to the U.S. and started SoCAD in the U.S. and now doing business as Uruk Project Management, as I mentioned earlier. So basically, I come to you with at least close to four, 35 years, 36 years of experience. I started working in 1984, uh, while I was studying at the University of Houston, working in engineering environment. And then I graduated in 87, where I did two, three years of work in the environmental geotechnical consultancy engineering work before I went back to University of California at Berkeley. And I did a master's in engineering and construction management. And that was 1990. And with that, since 1990, 33 years now plus, uh, is 100% into project management initially working for corporation, as I mentioned, Exxon Chemical, BASF, Saudi Aramco, and then leading my own business in Sukkad, and which is continuing into today. I'm gonna close very quickly with a few things about what is this 4 p.m. podcast. Well, obviously the idea of 4 p.m., that's not necessarily four in the afternoon, Uh, because you might be watching this at night or anytime. 4 p.m. stand in this case, it's shortened for us for what we call value delivery, which is translated into the 4 p.m., which means project, program, product, and portfolios. So our focus in these podcasts in the future to talk about project, program, product, portfolio management, how we deliver value to organization, why do we need to transform, how do we transform project management, What do we offer that is different than everybody else? And what is our mission and purpose in these areas? So a lot of our topics will be around these 4 p.m. We might sideline sometime, get into project leadership, technology, AI, startup, entrepreneurship. However, the core focus of these podcasts will be about the 4 p.m. and value delivery. With that... The topic we will discuss will include a general open topic like I'm talking today. It could include some having some guests and interviews, include discussion, some case studies and anything else that we believe will add value to you. Of course, we are always open to hear your feedback and opinion and asking questions. And maybe your question could become the topic of a podcast in the future. I want to close here by mentioning what we talked about today. I introduced you that talked a little bit about Houston, about Rook and history. We talked about the company, who I am, and what is this 4PM podcast is all about. Now, don't take these podcasts in isolation. In the future, some of these podcasts would be helpful if you see some graphics associated with the topic we talk about. So we advise you to, uh, to visit our website. We have a tab called knowledge where we include there all the knowledge resources, including maybe some paper we will publish, our podcast uh, link, video links, blog article. So sometime when the topic that might require some, you know, heavy visualization, maybe a video, uh, if you go to that section, you will be able to find a video or an article with some graphics that can help you better understand our view on the topic. Before I close, I want to leave you with a thought, something to think about, bound to ponder, to consider, until we meet again, and this will be the topic for the next episode, uh, which is, the question is, I pose for you today, is the project management domain in good health? We, as people who work in this domain, do we think we have a healthy environment, our work environment is good, the field, the domain by itself is healthy, or what else is it not is it in a great shape is it in a bad shape is it in a good shape but can take improvement whatever feel free to to chat with us online to post on our linkedin or on this podcast your view on the topic and with this i close by saying we wish you success today tomorrow and always